This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> the... Is that what your profile on, on Tinder says? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I call that's my right. penis. Yeah. <laughs> dusty equipment. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Take take yeah. a big swig out of that gallon jug. There's a strap on your water bottle right now. Just so the, the listener knows. Oh my god, you can hear it. I fuck with water, man. Yeah. I uh You just fucked with about three cups, I, cups of it right there. <laughs> I uh, welcome to Tripod. Would uh, give that some thought. We're here. We're professionals. <laughs> you don't. Uh, nobody expects that yeah. at this point. I. I don't. We've had five years of practice. Here we are. Welcome to the show. Okay, I'm just checking to make sure it's recording after okay. the last one that we yeah, split up I into know. three different. <laughs> no. Uh, great feedback from the doubleheader. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I can pull up the one. Well, the one I I I, I think I sent you from. Uh, Hango, right? He said, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Thanks for the extra episode. Made my work week fucking tolerable. Send the word to Matt as well. Right on. And I sent him a sticker of Trump smiling. And he said, you are you are working towards receiving the youngest of blood boys. So, <laughs> And when we are, I've been assured that when we are ready to order our blood boys, he, he's going to be the one that's delivering them. Well, good. So good. it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll need one. You will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, were you off today? Well, will he make sure my blood boy is alcoholic? That's, uh, <laughs> well, that's the only the only way that the blood is gonna. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, work properly. Mm-hmm. It's like a blood type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're an alcoholic. That's blood type the... rum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And also, uh, Sarah. Well, I don't know if she wants me to share this. Sarah, listener to the show, w- was sending me these videos this morning of uh, apparently there's this chick on YouTube that does. I know, surprising, a chick on YouTube that does makeup reviews. Oh, really? But I know, innovative. <laughs> well, slightly because she takes copious amounts of edibles and then does and then does and then waits the, the, like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, and then does the makeup review. Cool. Yeah, Good. so she she kept sending me those, and she's like, "This looks so fun." Yeah, and I was like, "Then do it. Eat a bunch of weed and do some makeup." <laughs> what she yeah, should but, do is like drink massive yeah. amounts, <laughs> wake up with a hangover, and then put on makeup. Then do the makeup. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungover, putting on makeup for the walk of shame. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. T- <laughs> walk of shame tutorials. Uh, I did tell her. Uh, what did I say? She. Yeah, the girl ate like a hundred milligrams and then did her makeup. <laughs> Something like that. So Matt's distracted. Are you still? Is it still the same chick? Uh, no, no. She's she, uh, who's talking now? Uh, pundits. No. Yeah. Where are we at? What's the um same as we were uh, like forty five minutes no. ago? No. no, I'm I'm watching in on, on my phone the um CBS coverage of uh, New Hampshire primaries rolling in right now. Um, so we'll keep you updated during the podcast on that. Although. When this podcast come comes out, out you, you'll have known already. You'll have all this news. Yeah, yeah. this will be two days ago. This but it makes us feel real and live hours. and relevant. Yeah. So yeah. So right now, um, Sanders is about. <laughs> uh, so he's got Sanders has quite a few. Does he have a of lead? votes? Uh, Buttigieg not as many, but still a lot. Yeah. Klobuchar has uh, not quite as many, but a lot more than people expected her to have. Uh, Warren, <laughs> that fake Buttigieg quote. <laughs> Warren has a lot. 
lot less votes than people thought she'd have. Yeah. And Biden has a lot more the than people, people thought, thought he would have. Oh, isn't that surprising? But a fuck ton less than Biden thought Biden would have. <laughs> Biden thought he was going to get them all. Yeah. Yeah. God, I don't even. And we, we lost Yang. Yes, we yeah. did. A moment of, and, of silence. And Yang. Michael Bennett. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, but yeah, Yang Gang, 2020. It's it's done. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Yang Gang. We 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 hit our last gong. Mm. We smoked smoked our last bong. Don't be racist. We chipped in for the last time. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was changing them to uh, donate and pitch in. Yeah. But a lot of his emails did say chip in. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he emailed me as a supporter. I feel like I should have gotten uh, an email, like a personalized. You know, like you do not have his phone number. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I do. He I have should, his Instagram. He, he should have done that. Be like, "Hey, I'm Andrew Yang, and give me money, and I'll give you my phone number, my yeah, exactly. personal phone number, exactly." And just rewrite reroutes to a, a hundred switchboard operators in New Delhi that can just yeah. text back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Text me personally, and it's all show Bob's and Virgin. Well, that, that's apparently so. Speaking of that, that's an interesting thing. I watched a video this week from Stefan. The truth about webcam girls. Did you watch that? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> And it's one thing I don't like about Stefan. He tends to sensationalize his headlines a lot of times. Oh, I'll yeah, be like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, really? Like that? Well, that, I know that's what you meant, but that's, you know, that's this is that's his audience. Yeah. That's that's yeah. who he who, who his character is. Yeah, his 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 gotcha journalism type thing. Got, well, a mixture of gotcha journalism, a mixture of holier than thou, a mixture of moral high ground. Yes, but what what Stefan Molyneux does really well is that he makes the listener feel smarter and somehow triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> for listening to him, yeah, uh, because he puts people down, but in a very well, a very egalitarian way, right? While at the same time lifting him his his own ideologies up, yeah, again in a very egalitarian, uh, here's the straight facts way, right? But still, there's but it comes with a a, a lot of bravado and grandstanding, yeah. And so you watch his videos and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, of course I believe with you guy who's obviously smarter than me and can sound smarter than me, and I don't know what you're talking about, but that factor there is 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 definitely present. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I don't think women should have rights either, so I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, he put up this video, Truth About Webcam Models, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you don't watch it the other night. And he had some dude on, and I I don't know, maybe his name was obfuscated, or it, it certainly his company was obfuscated, but he runs one of these cam camming like websites for mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. And apparently the way he's got it set up, it's it, it's very odd. There's a, there's a couple different ways you can do it. Um, you know, whether you're by yourself or whatever. But this guy is basically running like an Airbnb for these girls, mm-hmm. and yep. then they all kind of perform for him. They're on his payroll. He pays all the middleman, so they get all the quote pr- production value but one thing he said and this is amazing to me this is incredible and i've never seen anything about this maybe it's been out there before or exposed or talked about but this is fascinating apparently so the number one sort of cam girls are like the really high earning cam girls uh they have like an executive team so, so much like in the Amazon space, when when um, a lot of sellers get to my point or, or a little bit beyond, mm-hmm. they hire people out of the Philippines for $4 an hour yeah. in order to scrape lists and search and find products and, and even send off inquiries to manufacturers and things. But apparently, <laughs> apparently that's really, really common for really popular cam girls. And when you pay the extra money to, like, to talk to her, uh, she could literally be sleeping 
or whatever and and that's that's an assistant texting you back it's a real person yeah. but it's it's yeah. it's an assistant which is amazing to me i'm like Holy shit! You're outsourcing your and and that's kind of and that was Stefan's point. I only got about halfway through it and I didn't finish it, but that, I think that was kind of Stefan's point is yeah. that when you have an emotional relationship, because a whole lot of dudes spend a whole lot of money on that paid for relationship, yeah, and that relationship experience yeah. and paying enough to have your number and that sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's, I I don't personally vibe with it. I I don't necessarily see a moral wrong with it if that's what you know whatever but but i think that's kind of his point and and definitely a point that i see is that like when you when we're literally paying people to sort of outsource emotional connection um and 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 people are unwittingly believing that they have an emotional connection with someone that in reality is falsified yeah I think in a grander scale that's sort of all of social media and a huge and a fuckload of 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 interactions these days, particularly Tinder. Like if you go on our Tinder, like it's sort of an outsourcing of your actual feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I will constantly put my piece of technology and their piece of technology and all of my, my friends and or cohorts, whatever my squad will sort of be behind it and be on board with it for, with me. And that's not a genuine relationship. Like when my wife and I met, we were emailing back and forth and it was me and her. Like now, w- even with the app-based sort of thing, like there's, if you're having a, a, a direct message conversation on Tinder with a girl, her friends are dictating a portion of that conversation back if it's during waking hours, unless unless she's like asleep. You know what I mean? Like that's just a reality of it. If you're texting her, you you are texting the you are getting the emotional responses of a group of girls as opposed to just her. Yeah. Because of the way that we're all and so and look what he said. Oh, look what I said and ha ha. Well, we'll say this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not real. That's you that you're not a person. Yeah. And I'm fine with meeting your friends or whatever, but I I want to get to know you. I want to invest emotionally in you and you and me so that we can grow our relationship as opposed to just you know. Well, it sounds to me like let's it's, send it's, another DM. It's more the the cheapening of the interaction. Yeah, and that yeah. So so when you have th- stuff like Tinder and you know you, you direct messaging on, yeah. on these platforms and stuff and Bumble and even texting, I well, already texting the, too. Even the e girl stuff, it's it's just yeah. it's it's the it, you're 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 cheapening the interaction between person to person. Yeah, because it is so easy to you know be somebody completely different on. And on you're the falsifying the intimacy. Yeah, in a lot of ways. W- what really disturbs me about about the subject of about these e girls right? that are that have th- well, you, you mentioned the assistants. This, well, this guy <laughs> who runs one of these websites, right? Yeah, yeah. He pro- That's my providing an Airbnb type situation for these girls. Yeah, like you can come here for four hours a day, do your show. Or my understanding is he even provides housing. Like he has several houses where a bunch of girls live. Okay, and that is their profession. So it's they legal, have the room in the house that they so jerk he, off in yeah. on camera. He's just For a dudes. pimp. He's just a pimp a, with a extra big, steps. Yeah, exactly. Extra steps. Yeah, yeah. He's just a pimp who is filing filing taxes. Yeah, he's, on he's his tax filing here. pimp. That's what, right. Okay, so so I there's you know uh, a <laughs> ton we, of angles here. All, <laughs> we, we you know yeah a ton of angles here. One of the uh, disturbing angles is that webcam girls yeah used to be because you couldn't make any money at it yeah right yeah because I mean it's 
fucking somebody on on a screen, and most of the time you're just you, you, it's I don't I don't see how anybody finds it remotely like interesting. <laughs> yeah, but then I I could well, it's more I, emotional I, porn, I guess you get to interact. Sure, yeah, but I think in at least in the first world, it's been tailored to that emotional yeah support, right? Yeah, the like. Every night, girlfriend experience. Every, yes, the girlfriend yep. experience. Every night, yep. I, I tune in and I, and I watch this girl. And My girl, yeah. Because it, because of that, because you now have this lonely, this lonely incel market in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, they're all making thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. But don't have the cojones to walk up to somebody and say, "Hi, my name is." Yeah. Incel. <laughs> Let's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. And also because of the cheapening of male interaction, like women don't value males interaction I- anymore because they have so many options of higher value males, right? Yeah. They don't have to reach out to the guys in there and the, the people they see every day, you know, no. they, the hot guy they have would have no uh, Clue in- interaction yeah. with who lives two miles away. Well, they can just hop on Tinder and, and they can be fucking in, thir- in 30 minutes. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So you have this lowering of the males uh, of males. In the dating market. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, because of that be happening in the past 10 years, we see uh, this rise in the ability of chicks to make money on the internet, marketing themselves to guys who just want an emotional connection with a woman, who are willing to pay big money for that. 10 years ago, it wasn't like that. E-girls didn't exist 10 years ago, number one. But number two, cam girls were 90% Women from like the Philippines and Malaysia, yeah, exactly, and South America, yeah. who were probably like in a trailer against their will. Well, no, you, I mean, but, I mean, I've, just, I've, I've read articles about this. That vibe, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I can't point to a specific article. But I think it was in Rolling Stone, probably like ten years ago. Yeah, but they were talking about how they will rent like warehouses. Yeah, yeah, and just like they would do any other. All, all they do labor. is yeah. they put up, you know, like sheets, ten yeah. by ten rods. Yeah. To form little, little ten by ten rooms, put sheets down, yeah. put a bed in there, yeah. and a stand with a with a camera on it. You yeah, know? and then the girls interact, and these girls pay five, ten bucks a day. Yeah, in order to come there and work, in order to come there to work, renting or, a booth basically, or the you know the house. Like you do at a hairdresser's. <laughs> the house takes a certain percentage. Yeah, right. Yeah. So and these women might make four, five, six dollars. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a day, which is like a living in, in the, these other the pretty ones or the, the yeah. ones in the niche market, you know, and it's just some dude behind a screen, yeah, you know, watching you masturbate, but still, <laughs> and it was so but, exciting. But, but no, my my <laughs> my point is is that it is back then what cam girls <laughs> the golden age, the, not the golden age. There's never been a golden age in porn. The oh, I don't know. We could have a conversation about that. We're not going to have a conversation about that. Christy Canyons. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> not her. I'm talking that era. There was something about that era. I think we talked about this off the air. Did we not? I, Last I, week? No. I've never had this conversation with anybody on air or off, so we're going to leave it at really? that. Really? I think we have. Uh, well. Something about a full <laughs> bush and the fact that everybody is fine with being in the room. I can't remember if it was you. I, I think it was either you or my buddies, and I, I made that point. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's you, you see anything now, and like somebody doesn't want to be there. Yeah. You just have that like sort of gut vibe, yeah. And I'm telling you, and I'm not advocating for porn. I think it's damaging. I think it's you know so on and so forth. But I'm telling you, you know, in the Ron Jeremy era, folks, everybody seemed to want to be in the room. Yeah, it's degeneracy. Yeah, but 
I don't think it's what it is now. Yeah. And actually, that's that. Well, well, I hate to pump, totally cut you off. Pump, pump, no, pump the brakes on that. Let me let me get that one more one thing. Is that that third world trafficking type situation yeah. is what this guy is so close to? He's just doing it legally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not technically prostitution, mm-hmm. and he's not technically a pimp. Yeah, but he's running their website. <laughs> right. He's he's providing them housing. The overhead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's doing the overhead. Like he kind of is running their lives, and if he wanted to. Right, I'm sure he could, you know. How many, how many of these, how many times has this guy been like, "Yeah, we're full up right now." Oh, is there anything I could do to change your mind? <laughs> yeah, he's actually he yeah. actually needs ten rooms filled. Yeah, but she doesn't know that because she's a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently that's uh, his whole shtick is that is that they're they're definitely above board. And this was interesting. And this this goes into what I was going to say. A second oh, yeah, it's ago. all above board until it's not. Yeah, like yeah. porn is above board. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The the porn the porn industry is above board, but yeah. look what it does to people. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and so this this was a question that Stefan asked him, and I then this goes to what I was saying just a second ago. So Stefan asked him qu- quite wisely, so because he essentially made the argument that you're making, and 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 Stefan was like. So why don't you just do like full on porn, open your own studio, blah blah blah? Because there's ton of mo- ton of money and cash flow that yeah, they could do yeah. that if they wanted to. And, and let's he face said, it, these girls are just one step away from that, right? He said, and because, because there's nothing a girl gets more addicted to than the, easy the, money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't whether know, Matt. Whether it's fucking heroin it's or top. well, sure, but <laughs> easy, yeah. easy money, easy money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Effortless this is money. Easy money. I think is better, yeah. So what are they going to do? Are they going to say, no, I won't degrade myself further for this easy money? Right. And I'm going to go out and, and work for hard money? Yeah. Or are they going to continue to fo- more easy follow money. the path, yeah. path of easy money? And eventually, this always leads to prostitution. Right. Always. It seems, seems to, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you, if you want to follow the path of easy money. Yeah. So, it, well, anyway, so Stefan had asked him, and he's like, why don't you just do the porn? And he said something very interesting. And again- Full disclosure: This is a dude in an interview on an internet yeah. or on the internet. Like so, uh, again, take it for a grain of salt. But he, the answer that he gave why he didn't do that is he he dipped his toe into it a couple years ago uh, when 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 the one of his, one of the girls wanted to do it, you know, or whatever. And he said, and and this was kind of what got me thinking about this whole vibe. He said that porn today even even most like most of the really popular stuff that gets a ton of views no matter where it's posted is basically an incel kind of dude ish who is smart enough to have women fuck him while he films it it's all sort of pov amateur one-on-one porn mm-hmm. and what he said is that he's like I really don't like that because as opposed to a studio saying I'm paying for your time, blah, 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 blah. Like the way most of these channels and most of these things are getting around it these days is because that's basically prostitution. It's a single guy with a single camera shooting the whole thing. He's paying the girl to have sex with him. And that's it. He posted on the internet. There's views, there's likes, there's some revenue, but he's basically paying for sex. And that's and that's like what's super popular in in porn these days is that style of thing. And he's like, that's I, I'm not really down with that. Like it's just a weird vibe. Yeah, but how do you? I mean, I, I can understand like the big studios being able to make money and stuff like that. But how do you? 
How do you monetize that though? If you're, oh, you if you're do. The guy, you do. How? I could mention. I could mention some Reddit usernames right now that are that are. You might know some of them. As a matter of fact, but like th- th- it's basically that cookie cutter. That's exactly what they're doing. A lot of times, it, it it'll it'll say like his and hers, or just you know, and they're all sort of amateur porn, and it's just it's just a dude filming girls having sex with them. Sometimes sometimes they'll be in a relationship for a long time. It's 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 an odd. It's the number one sort of. It's it seems to be how all porn is now, except unless it's like some big studio. If they're, I mean, you know, like a, if you can call some of them big studios. And it's a weird. It's a, that's and that's that kind of goes back to what I was saying about you can always tell somebody doesn't want to be in the room. Like yeah. there's just that vibe and in, in, in your in your gut. Anyways, I I do want to. Oh, maybe I deleted it. Damn. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Actually, we can cut this. So, out. are there are there still porn stars? Yeah, there are. It's just it's just these these like individual amateur girls that are that are that are like having sex with like one dude, and it's all the different places that they do it, and then they and then they buy a bunch of uh, equipment, and, and 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 their production value quote unquote gets slowly gets better and better. Like that's I th- I think I think mm-hmm. most people who are like oh I'm gonna go into porn they're not going there's no I don't know that there are studios anymore. Yeah. I mean I think there are, but I don't think I mean they, they just post it on Pornhub. Pornhub is like YouTube. People don't realize that. Pornhub is like YouTube. You post things, you get views, you get money. Hmm. Yeah. Only I, I would have to I would have to assume that their uh their uh uh filter or what they would do, kick off is a little bit more strict than or a little bit less strict than, than yeah, YouTube. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. But no, I can't find the article, but I was gonna bring up bring up this article like a couple of times in the last uh I could have sworn I'd saved it, but I'm not seeing it. Um, social media backlash. Yeah, I had a bunch of stuff saved here, but I'm not seeing it. Um, no, several times in the last five years, porn stars have been, uh, or not porn stars, but people that were on the the front page of the number one porn site, where it, it was found out were underage. And, yeah. and trafficked into their situation. Yeah, it's heard, happened a couple of times. I heard about uh, something this past week about um, yeah certain. Well, there was one specific one, and then there's this other studio that got a really. I, I think they're they're getting sued right now. Yeah, uh, that's the I, one I heard about. Yeah, the guy. I think it's him and his brother. I don't think it's his brother, but like some business partner or something, and they're getting sued big time because yeah. apparently because apparently they were doing that cookie cutter model of like we're a studio, we're a website, and dumb stupid. You know, no offense, girl who doesn't realize is like, oh, okay, this will be my big break. She does one shoot with them where they, I mean, I hate to use this verbiage, but tear apart, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and and by that I don't mean physical violence. I mean, I mean everything's on the table. Okay, yeah. we'll just leave it at that. And then and then it's they're done. There's no, there's not even any sort of standard process of well, now I could go to a studio now that I got this work under my belt. Like apparently they would just. Here's a flat sum of money to do it. We're going to post it on our website. It's going to get posted everywhere. We're going to get all the views, the revenue, and everything like that. Sure. And and apparently these guys who who are in trouble right now actually lied about it too. They're like, well, we're filming it. It's for us and like a private private yeah, couple yeah. of what I've heard. The scam is it's going overseas to some really rich businessmen and it's yes. never going on the internet. Yeah. Which it's like. What? What kind of re- really rich businessman is paying exactly. for porn? For indivi- yeah. yeah. That, that would be of a, of legal age. I mean, no offense, but like that's not how business is done with yeah. naked pictures like that. I don't know who could possibly believe that. But that's that was apparently the scam, and they'd done that to more than one. 
and then and God then she women. realized when people who knew her would find it. Which her life is over when that happens. Her life is over when that happens. So, unless she leans into it and goes into porn. Well, yeah. And then it'll be dead in eight years, yeah. six years, you know. Yeah. Women are so dumb. How do we get on porn? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I did have this article too. This it happens totally every time I let you. I let you control the show. <laughs> well, you're the you're just jacked over there. Now, how pedophiles can target Australian kids on TikTok with the push of a button? So there's some a little bit of backlash, and I called this on the show uh, a little while back after I downloaded it and watched it. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is a grooming platform, and it's yeah. really not cool. Yeah. And now Daily Mail's got this not safe for kids popular social media app. TikTok is a magnet for pedophiles. Claims Australian cybersecurity ex- expert. Popular social media app is a hotbed for groomers and bullies, experts claimed. Comes amid fears Australian children are being targeted online by secret gangs. One expert claimed TikTok has previously refused to remove suspicious profiles. It is used by around 1.4 million monthly users across Australia and New Zealand. That's just Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Social media sensation TikTok. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I don't know if it doesn't look like they mentioned it in this article, but yeah, the United States government or the Department of Defense, one or the other, um, has told, yeah, both the United States and Australian governments have told serving soldiers they are not allowed to use it uh, because it is owned by China. So, yeah, just think about that, everybody. I mean, about once a week in my echo chamber, somebody posts on their, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, I have TikTok now, you can go follow me. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, that app is bad news from top to bottom. Yeah. Everything about it. Yeah. So, from but, the fact that it's just uh, degenerate garbage. Well, it's, <laughs> uh, how long can you TikTok video for? A minute and a half, I think. Minute. Okay. Well, short. They're short, it's, it's but they're a little short. longer. But but it's also the the user base is a name. Oh, and the, dude, it's 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 and I showed you the style when I had it. Like the, even the way you go through the timeline is so superficial. Like that. That's what confused me as an. <laughs> As an adult who downloaded it, you know, because it was all the rage with kids a year and a half ago, uh, you know, and I downloaded it, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, any any app that makes it weird, or I have to think for more than half a second as to how can I interact with this or comment on this, is is I can tell that the what they are trading on and the reason that they are getting eyeballs and their plan to get eyeballs is just sort of emotional attention. Yeah, that's it. Like, at least even on Facebook, like, there's comments. Like, it's pretty easy. You see something, I can comment on it. Um, But, yeah, TikTok, it's like a second step to access the comments and a profile. It's like it's you're designed to, like, flip from one to the next to the other to the other to the other with no train of thought or or any kind of Well, last week we talked about Nickelodeon, right? And how, 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 yeah, we did. We talked about how children in in movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. Now we have a channel catered specifically for children. And to get them to to get them into what and to get them into the idea of watching TV and seeing people who are like them on TV. So, uh, as a social media platform, TikTok isn't something that we should be surprised at. And the fact that tweens, right, eight to fifteen year olds, want to watch this kind of stuff, want to consume this kind of stuff. The problem is, is that uh, I think that any adult out there with any lick of sense knows <laughs> that social media. Uh, specifically, too much social media warps your view of the world. Yes, it does. Yep. Any social media is going to warp your view of the world because we look at it now as like information. This is this is yeah. This is this reality. is reality, and it's not. So now what we're doing is we're starting eight-year-olds 
Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as they get the new phone, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to download TikTok. It's the app that all their friends are they're on yep. on their phone. Yeah. So now, oh, I keep to be on TikTok too. Yeah. It's that same zeitgeist from about 15 years ago when it was like, oh, are you on Facebook? Yep. Yep. Oh, you're not on Facebook. Uh, you're not on Facebook. Everybody's well, on Facebook. I, I, yeah. Did you see what he posted on Facebook? You're not friends with him yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we went on our laptops. Yeah. And we down we got on Facebook. We went to Facebook.com. Facebook. It was a magical thing. Yeah. yeah. And every time they changed the timeline, it would be a huge deal. Yeah. Because they, they kept changing it. And they say, and the biggest change, most detrimental, you got rid of chronological posts. That's for a reason. Yeah. So now they can feed you what you what what they want you to see. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but anyhow. But but we're we're starting this this really controlled substance, or what should be kind of a controlled substance. Yeah, uh, we're 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 starting it's for even everybody young, even younger and everyone yeah and every age, yeah, it's concerning, man. So now instead of women comparing themselves to all the other women on Tinder, and trying to get with sending messages to one dude, right? right? One one or two or three or four dudes are getting all the messages, mm-hmm. and all the other dudes are just you know, just just trying to get a crumb of pussy. <laughs> You have, you know, all these girls are now comparing, you know, and they always have to a certain amount, but they're comparing, you know, the pop, the, the popular guy on, on TikTok yep. to the guys at their school. Yeah, they are. And all the boys are comparing all, the girls at the school to the TikTok girl. The TikTok girl. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I follow this one TikTok girl. Yep. Yep. Don't be surprised in 10 years they have, you know, a flashlight that some... <laughs> So, so it hooks up to Bluetooth via TikTok. Some, some t- hooks up to Bluetooth via TikTok, but they're texting. The sec- yeah. secretly reroutes to some dude in Delhi, New Delhi, <laughs> who could do it for fifty cents on the dollar. Exactly, it's just good business. Uh, See, no, as a capitalist, I get that. Yeah. On that side of things, I'm like, sure. I'm like, yeah, outsource that shit. Yeah. I was like, if I was one of those girls, if I was jerking off on camera every day, damn right, I would have somebody answering the text messages yeah. of the of the hearts that people are sending me. So now I'm not fucking with so that. So now instead of the eighteen, <laughs> I just jerked off. I got to go eat and take a nap. <laughs> So now instead of the 18-year-old girl, <laughs> yeah, uh, cam girling for four years, yeah, then doing some nude modeling, right, then porn, then prostitution, <laughs> right, the the eight-year-old is on TikTok, the ten-year-old, yeah, becomes a TikTok sensation, yep. When she hits eighteen, is she is she going to go do the e-girl thing? She's been doing it for no, ten she's years, do Patreon. or eight years, yeah. So then, then she's got a premium Snapchat and all the, all the rest, OnlyFans, yeah, boom, yep, done, yep. It's ridiculous, dude. I, uh, I don't. I don't know. Sexuality then, is then, then it's then it's TikTok users counting down the days until your OnlyFans has content. Yep. And Reddit, uh, thank God, at least still uh, apparently does quarantine subreddits that are counting down to eighteen. Yeah, they quarantine a lot of subreddits. Yep. <laughs> they do. One that of my one, one of my favorites yeah. got quarantined last week. Oh, what did what, 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 what you read? Uh, our MGTOW. Oh, did it really? Yep. I don't know. I didn't get an email, so I haven't been checking it a whole lot. But well, apparently we're, um, you know, we're a dangerous bunch of dangerous bunch of terrorists. Yeah, men who just want to be left the fuck alone from women's bullshit. (laughs) We're dangerous incel terrorists. Yeah. At any point. Yeah. You are basically Timothy McVeigh. I don't know if you know that yet, but you basically are. Yeah. Turns out people. And Ted Kaczynski. People who just want to be (laughs) left alone in their house and play video games with their cats. Yeah. Terrorist. 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 Yes. A a 
a menace to society. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we can't let their message get out. No, it's just that we can't let their message like be seen accidentally. Right. Yeah. It's so you know. weird. Yeah. Well, because you realize, you know, you know what's at stake if a lot of men get on board with that sort of thing? Because we provide the money for them to spend on all that bullshit. Yes. Uh-huh. So the fe- so the female dread female driven economy that we have and consumerism that we have will take a bit of a hit if men stop saying, "Yeah, I'm not doing that shit." Yeah. Now enough men like to buy Lamborghinis and Teslas and shit. You know, and that's it goes that way too. But I'm talking your everyday bread and butter consumer, uh, uh, like retail and e-commerce purchases in the world. Mm-hmm. It's your women, man. Yeah. It's your women. Thinking, I need this trinket and I need that trinket. Yeah. So. But, but you know, the thing about a man spending, when he spends money, it's disposable income. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, a guy who's buying a Lamborghini has the money to buy a Lamborghini. Generally. Yeah. If not, they'll just, they'll just you know, rent one to pose for Instagram. Yeah. Women <laughs> tend to spend money in a more maintenance type way. Yeah. Yes, it's forty dollars a week, but I like my nails to look good. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what true. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Whereas a man won't. Ooh, that's a, that's do an interesting that. stat. You know those dash buttons that Amazon has? No. Little blue, or I think I just forget their Wi-Fi enabled. So like like these bottles of water, right? Uh-huh. I get if I get them from Amazon. I where I store the bottles of water in my house, you can get a little dash button. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, push it when you need more, yeah. and then the order shows up. I wonder what percentage, uh, like what the ratio is of men and women that have the dash buttons. Oh, 90, 90% to one? Uh, women yeah. to men? You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't 100%. think men do that oh, kind yeah. of spend? It no. does seem kind of stupid because no. there's some things that I buy fairly regularly. Like, I think my deodorant last time I ordered it because they only do it for certain ones because they have to manufacture these little buttons. Um, and they're, and they're, yeah, like, I've seen it on the listings that I buy that I buy regularly, and they'll say, you know, for just a buck more, you can get your dash button and then it'll order, you can order whatever you want. Yeah. As if it's, and see, that's what's so weird to me, too, because it's like I have my phone on me at all times. At what point in my house am I going to exhaust a replenishable resource and then not have my phone? Because that's what I do, just like every no- other normal American. Yeah. When I use the last of my deodorant, I have my phone in my hand because I do 24-7 like every other mm-hmm. human being. And I pull it out and I order me another deodorant. Now, let's Why do ba- I need a button? Go, let's go back like- to what I, what I said before. <laughs> 99% of these are women. 1% of them is uh, uh, men. Think so, huh? Yeah, I do. Because... That one percent, they're all disabled men. <laughs> maybe, probably, maybe they're, yeah. they're all because bl- I could see, yeah, they're all blind. Yeah, <laughs> they have Alexa. They can do the voice talk thing. Yeah, but order me another. They can't, yeah, they can't, they can't text. You know. Yeah, that's I could see that. The ninety nine percent are disabled folks. Of women, I count. There's some men who are biologically male in there too. Right. But if you have this button <laughs> in your house and you use it as a man, you're not a man. Yeah. It's like I say about about men who work in the front of house. I don't consider you a man, yeah. and I don't respect you. You, well, work, you work in the front of house. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unless you are management. Yeah. Unless you're running the show. Yeah. But if you're a server in front of house, come on. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like this is at not. Least, at least have them call you head server. At the very least. Just save some masculinity. This is not. You, yeah, come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, n- not really, but really. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say something super sexist, but. Oh. Because you were, you were talking about the 1% of men that have them are disabled. Yeah. And I was like, and the 90% of women are really just disabled men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, babe. I love you. I didn't mean it. Please. I didn't mean it. She she has this thing now. She listens to it. And then afterward, and now I'll come home or something. 
or uh-huh. wake up or whatever. And she's got a scowl on her face. I'm yeah. like, what, what's wrong? What's going on? And she's like, she's like, so when Matt said that, and I'm like, oh god damn it, Matt, yeah. come on, you said something mean, Matt. Yeah. Now she 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 blasted you for only taking the one side of that that one issue I told you about. Yeah, she 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 was like she was like oh, yeah, right. Matt's not even married. What does he know? Which oh, to yeah. be fair, you know, no, I'm, she I'm, makes an intellectual I'm, point. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not I'm, saying how valid I'm it is. I'm not married, which makes makes me the ideal person to, <laughs> to, to, to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I yeah. have I okay, so gobs of experience. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not searching for the approval of women. Oh, or of a woman. Yeah. Here, yeah. Uh, in well, this scenario. True. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In which you are. I'm just looking at the straight facts. I'm just saying. The, we got to move on. We got to. I don't okay. want to. All right. Yeah. Unless well, you want me to sleep upstairs. Like I. No. I. You. you <laughs> and I've. You're. I have three people who I've been like, dude, at any time. Yeah. If you show up my door, you got to. The you door's open. To, yeah. to stay. Yeah. Uh, two of them I work with. <laughs> And uh, your my impression of your wife sounds exactly like your impression. My impressions of their wives too. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why you want to buy? You want to buy a soda? We don't have the money for that. See, that's me. That's me. And our and our. I'm like. Oh, that wasn't you. That was somebody else. Nice. That was somebody else's wife. I yeah, was doing. Yeah. No. No. I'm the one that does. Dude, why don't you get a better job? Just, why, why are you making that money? You still make them money. Yeah. Like, why you let Matt say that? Yeah. She's the thing today. She's like, "That's what all women sound like." Today. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Uh, uh, what is she? Because you know, she teaches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna order food. Really want to get out of the habit of ordering food while I'm there. Yeah, it's expensive. It's bad for me. I'm getting fat. Blah 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 blah." Which I told her, <laughs> See, and I told the, her that's the reason why she's not. I know. She's not, I know. It's not because of money. It's because I know. Yeah. But, but I told her the universal because, truth. Yeah, it's because some other bitchy girl at work was like, <laughs> "Meredith, well, you look a little puffy. Are you feeling okay?" And it was a low key like Stop. slam, like your butt's getting big. Stop. So she, and she just happened to be like taking a bite of Quiznos at the time. Yeah. Well, she's just like, love, she's love you, like, Meredith. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm not gonna order food. Blah blah blah. And I was checking my account this afternoon, and there's a there's a DoorDash charge on there. Literally today, when she's going to, and I said, you ordered food. You took food with you. She's like, well, at least it was healthy. And I was like. Fuzzy's taco is healthy, and then and then I realized she was making a joke. She replied with, "She's like, she's like, yeah, I got the all beef nachos." <laughs> so you know, I know, and I know, I know. And to be fair, I don't, I don't have the self control either. So self control, I've really got. It. I have a friend who who really wants to work with me actually on retraining self control when it comes to food because I'm out of control. And I know the weed facilitates that. I will. Yeah. I'm not, you know, but but I, it's been out of control for a long while. That we just exacerbates it. Like, that yeah. we just, it's just an extra layer of, yes, you do want the bag of sun chips. <laughs> like, like that's, that's what the weed does. Whereas before, it was pretty much the same behavior. But, but the weed's just like, no, 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 this is a good idea, dude. No, you're in the gas station. You're like, I, I do it not with sun chips, but with combos. I'm looking oh, like, sun chips, dude. Looking like, oh, man, those combos. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get them. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, imagine those combos. <laughs> On weed. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's just... It right, does sound great. Combos on I'm going to have to get some combos on the <laughs> Dude, just avoid, like, the... the what kind of... What's your favorite... What's your, what's your combo? What Buffalo do you go blue cheese? Oh, my fucking man. That's a good one. That's it a is good. good. Yeah. So now I got to stop and get some on the wheel. The original pepperoni. <laughs> uh, pepperoni? The pizza Solid. one or the pepperoni? Yeah. Pizza pepperoni. And the original. Just cheese, right? Just cheese. Cheese and pretzel? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because they have some that are the pretzel outside and some that are like a... I can't remember it right now. I think it was 
The evolution of combos. I think it was, are they owned by a big guy? Uh, probably. I'm sure they're owned by Frito Lay. You keep talking. I'm gonna see. Um, I once <laughs> got a cherry and chocolate combo. What the fuck? It's not. That's not a real combo. But I've had some that are just absolute dog shit. Yeah, for These, sure. Like like bacon jalapeno. No thanks. I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, it's not Frito Lay. Who owns them? Surprisingly enough, uh, you get two more guesses. Huge, huge food company. Well, I'm thinking about like snack food. Um, yeah. So Frito Lay, that's the big boy. Yeah, it is the big uh, boy. Nabisco. Not Nabisco. Ooh, that's a that's wow. a clo- I know so that's a close that second. One. Yeah. Um, you okay. might not get this, which is why I'm having you I guess. Got, I'm, I'm I'm doing two things. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna name them the two boys I have in my mind. Uh huh. And then we'll see. Uh, uh, Hershey or PepsiCo? I'm going Hershey. Neither one of those, actually. All right, okay. Mars Incorporated. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I was Mars. really surprised. Yeah. Combo snacks created in the mid-1970s are a snack food distributed by Mars. Sold throughout North America. A product which originally created by the Anheuser-Busch Breweries snack food arm, Eagle Snacks. Oh, there you the go. The big eagle down there on yeah. is it 64 or 70? Yeah. Downtown. Look at that. Local. Combos were invented here. Not really. <laughs> well, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People also search for the Hershey Company, Wrigley Company, Pedigree Foods. Speaking of big corporate conglomerates. I mean, it's sawdust and plastic anyway. It is. Yeah. Put, shut up, slave. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was talking to Colin about that because every time I, I talk about a, uh, it's a delicate way to put it, a majority or a minority controlling interest of media companies. We'll leave okay. it at that. All right. Yeah. Every time I bring that up, he he says I'm anti-Semitic. The various blah, blah. backgrounds of those individuals who may or may not exactly. be the the people who decide what we see on a television screen. Yeah, between I think it's six networks now own ninety six percent of media yeah. or ninety five percent. It's right, it's right in that number. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he says, "Well, you're anti-Semitic." You're anti-Semitic. And I'm like, "No, I'm simply sharing the facts." Yeah, like because the the liberal wants to wants to constantly talk about an inequality. Yeah. Right, and there's the one percent, and they have so much more than we do, and the people need, ex, you know, fill in the blank, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever gives is on the table, and I'm like, well, you want to talk about equality and justice? Do you think it's equal? And do you think that we should consider equality when we look at the reality? Oh that- shit! It it's Pete. Pete, they they're calling it for Pete. No, no, for the past no Are for they- the past thirty minutes they've been pu- uh, a picture of Pete. The 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 Pete Buttigieg stage right. and the Bernie Sanders stage. Nice. And Pete broke first. I think he's the last one to speak of the major ones. Oh, nice. So, or no, he's the he's the second to last one. Bernie still hasn't spoken. Nice. Um. Basically, this is like yeah, Bernie won New Hampshire, so Bernie wins. There you go. Nice. What's I say? Oh, yeah. The point is, I don't. Th- you want to talk about inequality? Two mm-hmm. percent of the population shouldn't con- shouldn't control ninety percent of the media. Yeah. And they do. Well, also, the the fact is, is, and I would say that if they were black, I'm going to, or white. Hold on. I know no one believes that. Hold on. But hold on. Can I, can I do something that's never been done before in the history of this podcast? Please do. Please do. All right. I'm going to take off my, uh, my, uh, take off the headphones, my headphones and put on the hat. for a second. Oh, God. <laughs> do you wear that hat regularly? Do you wear it to work? No, somebody at work gave me this hat actually because I wear my other hat to work. But this, I don't like this hat. Does this hat look gangster or newsboy to you? Uh, it looks like newsboy to me. It's not a good look. It's not the look I want. I want gangster. I want. I when I scowl, I don't want it to be look like I can't shine shoes. Right? <laughs> it's like looks. I yeah. I want to look like I I'm going to choose who to off next. Okay. Yeah. 
No, that's not the hat. That's not the vibe. No, this is not the vibe. My, sure. my other hat, I, it gives that vibe. Like, right. who the fuck am I going to fuck up <laughs> when I scowl? Who's this guy? Yeah. 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 So that's why I wear that hat at work. It's incredibly intimidating. Um, I'm going to do something that's never been done in, history pod, in this podcast. I'm going to inhabit the, the avatar of Cullen. <laughs> I'm going to make the argument against what you were saying. Okay. I have my Cullen hat on. I am now the official there West we Coast correspondent. There we go. <sighs> We've been, we, it's like the Tupac thing. We just brought him back in a hologram. Don't have to worry about the real one. Soul Addison, I... <laughs> I took a hike today. So far, it's dead on, if I may say. <laughs> on a half gram of marijuana. And my wife was telling me... My wife was telling me, we don't agree with what you're saying. And you need to talk to Matt. I mean, come on. I'm yeah. going to say, oh, my God. Whew. I just took Pretty a, accurate. I just talk off the hat. My God, dude. Yeah. It's it's straining to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was tough. It's that was tough. a tough 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. All I could think about how was how I was personally marginalizing minorities the entire time. <laughs> I struggled to perform sentences. This is the episode where we lose Colin as a listener. I know That's this right. is. Yeah. No, it's it. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm just giving you shit, bro. But what I'm saying, I am about to argue a, kind of against what I'm saying. What you just said. Yeah. Now, can you repeat that? Because I just got <laughs> lost in the bit. He's got no idea. What did I say? You were saying something about uh, some something. Some I don't know something liberals freedom. I don't know. I we we just oh oh no no on. no no I know I don't know you you talked about how how yeah there's a certain. Percentages of, of a certain ethnicity that, oh, can, that is two percent of yeah, the media. Two percent of the population controls about ninety percent. Okay, of the media. conservatively ninety. Uh, however, two percent of the population all can also controls ninety five percent of all business and industry in this country. Right. Okay. Right, but that's the larger red pill. I don't want to give that to him. <laughs> no, I you can't. don't want to swallow yourself. That's a thing, and part of that is that 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 capitalism creates this this rise and fall, rise and fall, and. And yet, yes, you're always going to basically you, capitalism creates a rise in which one person, one entity, accrues an enormous amount of power. The second generation their industry cannibalizes that power, and the third generation just destroys it. While at the same time, others are rising up to take control, and this is kind of what the free market does. You have these ebbs and flows, and you have gods that rise and fall, and it and it just happens. However, you're never going to really get away from the demographic of one percent. Controlling almost everything. If you look throughout our history, there are very rare times in which we have a truly egalitarian society in which the individual can truly had say. rise to success yeah. and really have have a voice in the marketplace and and can and can really roll with the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's almost always in emerging markets. I mean, think of America, right? When, when when the United States was founded, there was one corporation in America, the East India Company, and half the reason, or, or, I'm sorry, the Hudson. It's because they came the, over here. The Hudson Bay Company. And half the reason why we started that war, the War of Independence, was because we to didn't want to have company. to deal with their bullshit. Yeah. Right? But also because we had, you know, back channels to, to help us do our own thing in that regard. Yeah. And so when you have these emerging markets, and so what I'm saying is that, that, Think instead, like just like Amazon, right? Yeah. Or just like CBD, 
It was an emerging market, and for the first couple of years, the small guys could make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. But then the big boys rolled in, and then bigger boys rolled in, and then they gobbled them up. The same thing happened with this, with this continent 300, 400 years ago. Yeah. And but so, do you think there's but, a solution? No, well, no, I'm saying there is no solution because that's a human condition. You, you will always have people who are psychopaths, sociopaths, who will gobble up everybody else just around so they them. can yeah. and, 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 and lower the value of life of the people around them. And subvert and abuse people Be- in order to get there. Yes, and yeah. a lot of times it is the Jews. But <laughs> yeah. because of that, you, always, you, you always have that certain segment of society. Yeah. So, Yes, you have power brokers. The reason why you do have the Jews, I I I feel in those (laughs) to bring us Christ. I've read the scriptures in those in those scenarios is because you have such a cohesive culture there that really has been for centuries, three thousand years, yeah, been bounced around and saying no, we can only be loyal to ourselves. And while I think that 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 so you're culture saying it's has, just a sociological effort that works in their behalf. I think no, I think I think it's a cultural tradition and 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 an innate group mindset. Yeah. No, it definitely that is. preserves yeah. their identity. You're going to sell to Levi before you sell right. to Joaquin. I mean, I'm just being where, honest. Where they've crossed the like, line is saying that, yeah. that no one else can do that. Yeah. In the propaganda of, hey, everybody, every you know, yeah. You, if you're just dealing with white people, that's racist. If yeah. you just want to do business with Chinese people, that's racist. Right. Right? It's the, the promotion of, you know, saying, yes, we're doing this, but every, no one else can. I don't think that, I think that Colin thinks that's probably a conspiracy theory. Right. I think that's what actually happens just because that they do control the media. However, however, you always have that element in society in which, you have sociopaths who rise to the top, right, and are willing to and exploit to lower and the, the the livelihoods and the lives of everyone around them and exploit people just to make their bank accounts bigger, just to give themselves a larger piece of the pie. You're always always going to have that in business, in culture, government. We've, we've always had kings. We've yeah. always had kings. Yeah, we always will have kings. It's not something we're going to get away from. Even when God tricked the Jews, I was like, okay, you don't want a king? Here's a prophet instead. Prophet was a king. Read between the lines, <laughs> but there was always somebody. Which is part of the wisdom, the of, wisdom of the Old Testament. Yeah, you know, and the fact that, like, no, it was a different sort. It was it was a different sort of system. Yeah, you know, a true theocracy. Well, not a true theocracy, but but you know, a a. <laughs> if you think of the priest class as the Senate, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, a little bit, yeah, it really is make petition to God. You know yeah. that that republic sort of. Ideology, basic, yeah, and that public sort of governance, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, republic sort of governance. So I don't think that it's it's um, all of our all of our all of our uh, problems in humanity in humanity and the fact that you know we have inequality and the fact that there are poor people and rich people. It's not because of the Jews, right? It's because that's human nature. It's human nature to hoard and exploit and exploit and those some people yeah. groups, white people, yeah, and. And Jews, the Jews, because they've been without a you know, homeland for so long and have been, you know, had to subvert in order to, to survive, to survive. Yeah. It's because of those two factors that we're just the best at it. <laughs> we're the best at, at ruling and, and hoarding and getting a lot of power yeah. because we had to pass the marshmallow test. You know, it's not Africans. I, I was talking about this with somebody today in the context of coronavirus. Uh, and it's this tangential, but I was like, look at the look at the. Cultures that only have a rainy season. They don't have winters. In Europe, 
North America, they're hard places to live. Yeah. Okay. Or at least there's some modicum of China. It's going to get difficult for China, Russia. Yeah. Hard places to live. Yeah. Because you have a growing season that lasts four months, five months. Right. In some places. So if you're a agrarian culture, if you're, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, it becomes infinitely harder, whether you're, uh, 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 you know, you farm cattle or, or rice. It becomes infinitely harder because, you know, you have to store for the winter. So you have thousands of years of human evolution in which certain groups, Russians or, you know, Northern Asians, uh, Europeans, North America have had to deal with, you know, hey, putting some aside for later and have learned how to um, subvert or, or deny their desires right now for the larger payoff in the future. Where in Africa, in India, in um, South America, um, Indochina, or, or at least the Indonesian area, South yeah. Pacific, you have groups and cultures that... that Pretty much food is able to be harvested year-round. Yeah. It's always available. So you don't have to say, okay, we're going to have three months where we have to have food. So that that innate learned uh, response of we have to uh, put aside what we want right now for what we want in the future Store away for isn't later. learned. <coughs> or isn't it's in, an interesting theory. Isn't innate. Yeah. So you, you, have, uh, you have these groups of people who, who don't, Know how to accrue power, basically. Yeah, because that is that is, and that's what people because, because well, no, the guy in in the Middle Ages, the guy that who is accruing ha- power. Well, the guy in the Middle Ages that's what that is who had the biggest grain silo, pretty much ran shit for the town. <laughs> exactly. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because you were going to have to buy your meal from him when exactly. it was exactly negative eleven degrees out. Yeah. And next year he 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 would build another grain silo. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And people would and come, charge you double. <laughs> people yeah. from the next town over would come to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Actually, it's very very true. And so as as it j- then it just scales up from there. So you're saying you're saying at the very basic, and, and, and you know who knows maybe Colin will love this if you made it this far. But so so you're saying your 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 theory or maybe your take on things as you've you've been ruminating on is is that sociologically and 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 genetically as a result, people are good at different things. Yeah, and yeah. and the the things that just happen to involve. Um, industry and making money and and government and ruling, if you will, is, is the simplest way to put it. Um, you're saying that that the groups that are that are really good at those are the ones we see rising to the top, and probably always will. Unfortunately, maybe not always will, right? But but certainly for right now, and it just it just so happens that we live in a in a in a culture in which you can accrue power by simply having power. Which it's kind of always been that way, yeah. But uh, I think we have it on a much. Uh, well, now we really roll the dice with it too. Well, you, you also you can do it on a global scale. Like you, know? you, you can get some modicum of power just by somehow getting v- views on YouTube. Well, you, you know used, what I mean. Like well, there's a cheapened version of sure, but it also <laughs> used to be like nobody give a fuck about the king of Siam. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he's in goddamn Siam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. or or nobody no one cared about. What the president of China thought, because he was in China, right? Now, Xi Jinping is a major player. Yeah, he says something, and the rest of the world's like, "Whoa, you're going to do what to our yeah, supply exactly. chain?" <laughs> exactly. No, because they definitely are, dude. They, they, because and- well, because you now have the global infrastructure in yeah. which 
you can extend your tendrils of reach of power all, all over, over the world. The place. Yeah. I told Colin that today too about China. I was like, I was like, you know, the, the mainstream narrative is that is that Russia, enemy, bad, China, friend, good, generally speaking. You know, there's some critics of, of China and whatnot. But I think the opposite is, is actually probably true. No, oh, yeah. I is. think Russia pretty much wants to fuck off and have their resources and everything. And and pretty much do what they want. Maybe be maybe be dicks to their people in terms of what they give them. You know, I'm not writing that off. And I think China, I think China has a way bit, way more sinister kind of yeah. kind of idea. I don't I don't think that the, they own the means of production for the world, dude. I, they do. Yeah. Like I don't think that 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 that, <laughs> that Russians uh, or that Russia is dicks to their people. I think that uh, you think they're really good to their people. No, well, let Snowden stay. No, I don't. I don't think they're good to their people. I think they're just like every other oligarchy would be to their people. You know, uh, they uh, essentially what we have in Russia. I think, from at least from my impression of it, is basically Alabama with snow. <laughs> Explain, please. You have a bunch of rednecks or blue necks, maybe right? Who. Are like yeah, Russia, and they get drunk and they f- watch their bear do crazy f- shit. They watch their polar bear fights. Yeah, drink vodka out in the they snow. They give they give knives to salmon. <laughs> and it, I don't know, man. Like it's, it seems like a much more hillbilly vibe in Russia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then the at least in in the in the the, the metro areas, it seems much more of a hey, I'm walking here, guy from the Bronx. Like that's what most you know metropolitan, inner, you know city, city Russians are right, and I don't think that most of them see the whole picture. Putin as the dictator. Well, Putin as the strong man as a a bad thing. Like imagine yeah. if we if we got rid of like the western and eastern seaboard. If we just went from from California, go a hundred miles in, delete their opinion. From 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 New York, go 100 miles in, delete all their opinions, right? And then those are the only people who get to vote. Yeah, Trump would be president. Yeah, probably until he forever. Died. Yeah, <laughs> it's just how it would be. Yeah. So imagine if that was the voting block. Yeah, voting block. And I think be- just because I don't you think th- Russia has that kind of vibe. Well, I don't, I don't think that you have the same veneration in Russia for the celebrity. Yeah. Maybe for the athlete. In hockey, but I don't think, or, yeah. or, or, in, or in boxing or something like that, but I don't think for necessarily the celebrity, um, I don't think you have the same veneration for the intelligentsia. Right. You know, the uh, the pundit on TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, 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 or what, ha- what have you. Yeah. But then again, I could be wrong. I know next to nothing about Russia besides that, <laughs> you know. Somebody in Russia is listening right so now. Going, yeah, that's clear. That's where vodka comes from. That <laughs> is where vodka comes from. Yeah. Now, I did want to play this, uh, unless you get something else on your mind. Um, and unfortunately... Actually, well, with 80%, 87% in, Sanders is well, winning. That's not too bad. Um, I am going to play that clip that I sent you again. Okay. Stolen shamelessly from the no agenda show uh but this is and i just it's just it's just so interesting and you know you'll hear it right away and 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 we can talk about it or or not really because it really kind of stands on its own yeah uh but this was cindy mccain and if you're not familiar no agenda great podcast best podcast in the universe according to the Mueller report uh Mueller report and uh you would do well 
If you haven't checked it out already, so give them a listen. Yeah, they're really go good. Listen to it. They're really good. Yeah, Cindy uh, McCain, and and so this is how the USA Today Network framed it because I wanted to find out some details about it. I don't know if they shared it or not, but I wanted to make sure we did. Uh, this was posted on January thirty first, twenty twenty. Like I said, USA Today. Cindy McCain lamented that quote we all knew unquote, about sex offender Jeffrey Epstein and his sex trafficking, but authorities, quote, were afraid of him. Um, And this was at some, uh, this was an anti-human trafficking event in Miami earlier this month. And then like, and so we're just going to play the clip here of Cindy McCain talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, The perception of a lot of, between a lot of young people is that there is. Oh, that's right. I forgot to mention, this is a question that she gets. An untouchable ring of governmental and economic elites in this country um, that not only benefit, like she mentioned, but actively participate in sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was an example. Uh, Robert Kraft was arrested not far from here on on trafficking charges. Are are these power players a priority for us right now? Can we even touch them? Or is this a pipe dream that we need to address in the future somehow? No, it's like everything. Um, you know, we, we, it hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. And there it is. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no... Um... And this is the part, and they didn't really touch on this no agenda, but that's the part to me, like, she realizes what she said. Yeah. And then she, you can tell she searches her brain frantically for a second in order to... Oh wait a second! How do I frame this to where it doesn't sound like what it is? Yeah, because <laughs> that's exactly. What, I'll back it up. That's exactly what she does right there. We all knew what he was doing, but we had no one that was no um, uh, legal aspect that would go. Do you see what I mean? Oh, just yeah. a whole beat where legal, she's like, "Oh, legal aspect. Uh, legal aspect." Wait, I have to make this look like something other than what I literally just said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Go back even farther. Go back even farther. Is this a pipe dream that we need to address in the future somehow? You know, it's like everything. Um, you know, we, we it hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. Stop. We all- it hides in plain sight. It hides in plain sight. Yeah. That's, that's it's part only of the, available on the well, Drudge Report. That's part of the, the real message here is that it, it, it hides in plain sight. Like, right. the people who know, know, and the people who don't know don't know just they don't see the clues but once you know how to see what the clues are and you identify the clues it's very easy to to meet other people who are like that and yeah. I, that's we talked about this on the pod like three episodes ago i think about how about symbolism yeah and about how it's not about the words on the page it's not about the words in the song this is annoying me you want to finish it out or no no we're done i think yeah, yeah i think we are too it's not about the words in the song. It's not about the images on the screen. On the screen, yeah. It's about the symbolism that it represents. Symbols, not not words, not sentences, not language. Symbols are the old oldest form of communication. Yeah. Animals make symbols, right? Yeah. You know, a a a bear doesn't scratch against a tree because it wants to scratch against a fucking tree. It and cats do this too. Cats will some cats not not these cats that I have because they're well trained because <laughs> I beat them if they don't behave. <laughs> I 
I made a joke today about like about feeding your cats. Well, they were talking about coronavirus and what are you gonna do? I'm like, bro, I'm I got a breeding ground. I, I'm I got I got my food. I fatten those cats up every day. You guys come over for cat stew. We'll make cat stew. Would you eat cat, man? Oh fuck yeah, I would. Fuck yeah, I would. Not not spending. Probably I don't know. I probably spend fifteen to twenty dollars on cat food every week. What now. do you think? It's probably like rabbit, isn't it? Yeah, no, you you definitely want to do a stew with it. Uh, but <laughs> cats do. Cats do. Tremendous. But is the episode title? <laughs> uh, what were oh, in the context of finding plain sight symbols? Yeah, symbols. But, yeah, but it's, it's the uh, the bear scratches against the tree, not because it's it wants to scratch against the tree, but to say other people to all the other animals, there's a fucking bear here. And he doesn't like that you're on his territory. Stay the fuck all away. Right. Right? It's a message to other bears. It's a message to other animals. Animals use poop and, and breaking stuff. Well, bees dance and, to communicate, too. Okay. So, it, But it's, it's symbolism that's conveying a message of language. Yeah. And it's the oldest and truest way to get your message across. Relaying as little information as possible. Yeah. The, isn't it, it doesn't tell you... Unless you're very intelligent, i.e. a human looking at a bear scratching on a tree, or a bear that had scratched on a tree, could tell you about the bear, how big it was, male or female, because it's bringing expertise into the situation. It's, it's able to, because it has knowledge of the subject, it is able to interpret the symbols yeah. and tell you what, what the information is. But unless you have knowledge of the subject, you're not able to interpret the symbols, and it's the truest, best way to... Get a message across with that, with giving away as little information as possible. Yeah. So if you don't, if you want to get your message across of like, hey, I like little kids. Right. Do you like little kids too? You you don't say that. You don't you don't flag it in any other way besides a symbol. Yeah. And then there's other symbols that go along with it, and there are certain you know. It's just like any secret society, right? It's just like anything that, like she said, hides in plain sight. And that's what this does. It hides in plain sight. Yeah. I can't tell you when Pizzagate was going on, how many how many pictures I saw of daycare signs with that spiral triangle on it. Yeah. How many kid shows? How many pairs of pajamas? Yeah. yeah it's odd, dude. It's have, odd. Have that symbol on them, right? Yeah. It's just, it's so... You know, I don't know. Well, see, and that's what's so scary for me as a parent. I've mentioned this on the show before, but like, you know, the, the, gone are the days when my kids are safe from uh, predators of any kind, but, but you know, sexual in nature. My kids are safe from predators because I know where they're at. Gone are those days, man. Yeah. I mean, we just, we, we put the power in their hands and then, and then, you know, wonder how these things happen. Oh, Jessica Simpson, by the way, from a couple episodes ago, I was talking about that Stefan. Yeah. She wrote a book. Yeah. Parents, parents. Basically, totally ignored that she was being abused for for several years on end. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, because there was a day when I could, okay, my daughter's here at home, she's safe. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore because they're going to be all over Instagram, and all over Facebook, and all over TikTok, and all over everything. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyhow, stay vigilant, citizen. I guess. That's uh, true. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your kids, hide your wife, because they're raping everybody kids. up in here. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Antoine Dodson actually actually really knew what he was talking about. Yep. Hide your kids, hide your wife, because they're raping everybody up in here. We thought he was just some gay guy. That's but, what he, but, no, yeah. turns out he was a shaman yeah. for our very time. Woke. 
Uh, you got anything else? Nothing in particular, no. I thought I might have. Oh, well, Colin checked in a minute ago. I, I, was, we, do, I was about to say, uh, that's actually something I thought of before. Do we have any questions from the audience? Well, he sent... I said, who is this? He didn't say... Oh, the first one is Warren and the second one is Biden. You Oh, he said, you and Mike are both racist. And then he sent me a clip of Michael Bloomberg. Oh, Do you know what this could I, be? Yeah, I, I, I've... What did he I've say? Do you want to play it or is I've it stupid? This. No, no, go, go ahead. What I is think, this? I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, then go ahead. Oh, it's playing on here. Oh, this is an hour and t- two minutes long. Can't play that whole thing. Oh, well, top comment on that YouTube video. 4327 is where he comments on putting cops in minority neighborhoods. And stop and frisk. That's probably what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, That's probably what he's talking about. No, it's from, this is from like four years ago. What did he say? Or no, this is from 2005, I think. But he's talking about stop and frisk, which was... New York's thing, yeah. Which was, hey, we're going to put cops in in neighborhoods yeah. that are black and, and high crime. And <laughs> they can stop you for anything. For they anything. can stop you and frisk yeah. you for anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're directly targeting what the problem really was, but still... It's right. going to be played as Das Racist. Yeah. And it's 2005, and he's talking about how successful it was and how that's what we need to do. The problem is Obama ran on stop and frisk, and liberals have been classically against stop and frisk. It's, it's, it's like saying that, that reaching out to... It's like being a pro-choice Republican. No, no, no. It's, it's, saying like, <laughs> it's saying like putting abortion clinics... In all the ghettos, has drastically reduced the rates of single mothers among black women. Right, you know what I mean? Yes, that's stop and frisk reduced crime in black neighborhoods. It did. Yeah, but also it was targeting black people. Yeah. So did it do good? Was it ultimately probably what needs to be done? Sure. But also, right, it pairs the hard facts of terribly with Democrats. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, he's gonna face some black backlash for it. I. It's it's well, he's clown shoes. It's, His spending is just oh sure. We're talking about that off the air, but it's, it's just it's just mountainous. It's it's to keep anybody. Fr- he's not. A real, I know he's it's, no, it's, it's he's not a real candidate. It's to keep anybody. But that's what from, I'm saying from, how how can we not see that? No, he's not a real candidate. How he's, do we even do this? The only thing he's in the game for is to keep there from being any clear winner on Super Tuesday. That's what it's about. He doesn't want there to be... Which is just madness. Which is the swoop. The swoop is coming at convention. There you go. You think it'll be her? I don't see how... how I don't I don't see how, how else it would or be. Or you think Biden and her as a ticket, like they mentioned on, on No Agenda. You think mm. that's... Because I, I wasn't too hot on that either. I was like, oh, yeah. that's an idea, but... But didn't you say that? No, or because you, every Democrat at convention is going to be like, can you... If Biden is still in it, they're going to be... Everybody's going to be saying, can you believe he's still in it? And I don't, I don't, I don't think that Biden, Biden, wins anything big. I don't think he, he goes to convention with dele- delegates, with enough delegates to make oh, the nomination. Oh, with Biden, really? Yeah, no, I don't think so. So, what do you think happens? How do you, how do they, how are they going to keep Bernie from doing it? Then, well, I think you have because he's on track. I mean, he's. I, I think you have Bloomberg blows out Super Tuesday, and but that's it. He doesn't. That's all he does, and then drops out. No, I think that that you have brokered convention, and people are swapping delegates, delegates back and forth, and. Once it becomes a brokered convention, then it's all about who has the best backroom dealings, who has for those delegates, who can twist the right arms of the key players of the Democratic Party. Right, and it's it's still Hillary. It's still Hillary who can do that. Yeah. However, 
we were talking about something earlier than this before we got in. You, before Bloomberg was, oh yeah, the thing about thing about Bloomberg. Um, oh yeah, being a racist or something. Well, well, this came up, and this can come come to bite him in the ass. And I don't feel, I don't understand how you don't scrub this from the internet <laughs> before you run. Right, like you are. You've already spent a quarter billion dollars. I take a take about ten million of that and give it Towards to to fixing cyber, the image. Give it to ten different cyber give ten different cybersecurity companies ten million a uh, million dollars a piece and say scrub away, boys. <laughs> right. Get rid of anything I don't like. Right. You know what I mean? Anything yeah. that could paint me in a bad light. This to me seems like either gross oversight by his campaign or. Uh, I don't know. A planned detonation? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Or just maybe him throwing money at the wrong people. You know, that happens a lot too. He's a whale. You know, as soon as people, as soon as the rumors began to surface right. that Mike Bloomberg was thinking about running, you don't think you had a bunch of B and C list has-beens in the political game of the intern, not the interns, but, you know, the strategists, the campaign managers, right? the, 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 the you know, the... The ground people, you know, the people in the in the caucuses, yeah, the you know, the president of the prime, local party leadership, exactly. You don't think they had them like cozying up to him? All the people who can talk a good game but don't actually have any political acumen or any they don't draw any water politically, right? They're not at the at the top of the strategy pile when it comes to <laughs> people who work on campaigns, right? You don't think he had a, a bunch of people like flock to him and talk a, a good game to his hiring manager? And, you know, able to get $100,000, $200,000 a year jobs for the next year <laughs> doing this for him. Yeah. They're complete buffoons and clowns, right? They don't know what the next step is politically. Not like the people who are working for Sanders right. or for Buttigieg. Who've, who actually have been in, in the game for a little while. or Yeah, exactly. Who, who No, you know, these these top guys have the top talent. Yeah, and the top talent is what wins you elections. And I'm sorry, but get me Roger Stone. I've seen the documentary. Klobuchar <laughs> got a lot of the of the talent that that Hillary had. Yeah, Buttigieg got a lot of the, mo, even more of the talent that Hillary had. You don't think she had every person? Every person for her working for her wasn't an A person, A list person. Yeah, right. You think she had time for anybody who wasn't relevant as a strategist for her campaign? <laughs> Fuck right. no. Yeah. And now these people are working for Buttigieg. And and Klobuchar and now look like right look who the battle is Warren still has her two thousand her two thousand sixteen her two thousand and sixteen team okay she's she's not winning anything <laughs> she's really not. Sanders Buttigieg and Klobuchar it's a three horse race now yeah there's n- no there's nobody else Warren may my, or I'm sorry Biden might be able to like shoot his last load in South Carolina and come in second right but. It's a three-horse race, and it's because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Bloomberg might will come in and, and make a big splash, but he's a whale. Right. He's, he's just and there. He's, I don't even think he's headed that direction. I don't think he wants to be president. Yeah. I think maybe, I don't know, controlling the Democratic Party might be might be his, his angle, but who knows? Right. Yeah, who knows? Who really does know? I guess we'll see. We'll keep watching it. Yeah. You 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 keep watching the clown world and win. We'll keep talking about it. Dude, dude. It's bananas, dude. It's pretty wild. All right. Final final count. Oh, from uh, the uh, yeah. Sanders twenty six percent. 
Uh, Buddha Judge, 24%. Klobuchar, 20%. Um, Warren, 9%. <laughs> Biden, 8%. Uh, Yang and Tulsi at uh, 3%. And Tom Steyer at 4%. Very nice. So Sanders, so far. 90% in, yeah. Sanders is is, is won it. Well, good for him. Well, socialist paradise over there. Yeah, but twenty six percent. I don't know. I I guess that's he. I mean, he won. So he gets more delegates, but I don't know. I keep I keep thinking that he'll do better, but maybe not. Maybe not, indeed. Well, I guess that just about does it. I think so. That's all I've got. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the double episode last last week. We we actually had a pretty good time bringing it to you. There was a lot was to a talk blast. about. Yeah, and it's a good uh, time. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. We 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 ended that episode and we're like, damn, we got another hour in us. <laughs> we, we really could. What, what are you well, doing? We cut out. We cut out a good twenty minutes for fifteen minutes after your the one time you peed yeah, it's too. True. We did. Yeah. No. There's and it was good stuff too. It, oh, it was, ruminating it was, on Ted Kaczynski. It was about an it's hour and fifteen minutes into that first episode we did last week. Yeah, uh, and app, then you peed apple, twice. Apple juice. And we lost about twenty minutes. It's gone. It'll never it's come gone. back. No, it's totally it was, gone. I'm I'm telling you, listener, it's the best fucking twenty minutes we ever did. <laughs> it was the most entertaining. I, I laughed. I yeah. cried. I felt something. Yeah. It's it the yeah. last time we were we were close to one another. Matt if and I. we made a movie out of that twenty minutes, it would probably win at Cannes. <laughs> it would probably like sweep all the indie awards. Yeah. 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 Shame. It really is. All right, well. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.